Hello and welcome. It's 2024. It's the start of a new year and I'm just I'm just so excited. If you've never tuned into the Living from the Overflow podcast before, let me just introduce myself. My name is Hannah Baldwin and I am the founder of Living from the Overflow, which is a ministry that exists to help equip, inspire, and encourage others to grow deeper in their walk with God so that we can all learn to live from the overflow of his great love, the overflow of his promises, the overflow of his voice, the overflow of his word and his strength, and so much more. Because truly, if we are rooted and established in the love that God has for us, and we can start to grasp what that means on a day-in, day-out basis, we really can start to live from the overflow of all that God has to offer instead of living from the overflow of our ever-changing circumstances. And so I'm really excited that you're here. This podcast is off script. It's, um, it is bathed in prayer before I hop on here and start a conversation, but really it's intended to be guided by the Holy Spirit because he is our counselor and he speaks to us very intentionally and very intimately and a lot of his voice is inspired by the living, breathing, and active word of God that is sharper than any double-edged sword. And it pierces to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it discerns the thoughts and the intentions of our heart. But if we're not in the word, we're really going to struggle to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit that helps us separate what it is that our sinful nature desires and what it is that the Holy Spirit desires for us. You know, in that verse in Hebrews where it says that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces to the division of soul and spirit. What that really means is that the Holy Spirit uses the word of God in a very living, active, here and now, day in, day out basis to help us discern what it is our flesh desires, our soul, and what it is that God Almighty desires for us, and God resides in us through His Holy Spirit. And so the Word is an active tool that we can use every single day, any moment where we're seeking discernment to help divide and to discern and to separate the things that don't belong together, which is our flesh and the Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit to be influencing our flesh, and really the only way we can discern what's influencing what is to know what's in which camp, if that makes sense. And so I'm really excited to spend a lot of 2024 together discerning from the Holy Spirit what it is that he wants for us and where we can put to death our flesh so that we can walk by the Spirit and be led by him. And I don't know how long this season of the podcast is going to last for, but you and I are entering into a new season of conversation together on the Living from the Overflow podcast, which is called Choose Your Heart. So welcome to the conversation. I can't wait to unpack what that means more. But before we continue, let's make sure we're inviting the Holy Spirit into this conversation because like I say very often, without him in the conversation, there's no conversation worth having. So will you join with me in prayer? Holy Spirit, we thank you for the mark of a new beginning. We thank you for a new year and what that symbolizes in our relationship with you, that it's never too late to start something new. It's never too late to start over, and it's never too late to learn a new way of doing things. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and have your way in this conversation. 
We ask that you would silence and remove any distractions right now that would prevent us from hearing clearly from you for our own individual lives. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would anoint this conversation with your presence, your wisdom, your encouragement, and your counsel. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Okay, well, some of you may have heard the phrase, choose your heart before. Maybe this is the first time you're hearing that phrase. But I have to tell you, um, if my husband and I could wrap up the year 2023 in one phrase, it would be choose your heart. And the reason that that's become such a common phrase in our house is because 2023 for both of us was a year of learning a new way in relationships, learning a new way in some targeted areas in parenting, learning a new way of seeking deeper intimacy with the Lord and one another. And the thing about choosing your heart is that life, life is hard. It's, it's hard to learn something new and it is hard to stay stuck in a pattern that's not working anymore. And what I think is so liberating about the phrase, choose your heart, is that it invites in a new perspective. It invites in new possibilities. It can ignite just even a flicker of hope that, hey, maybe the heart I've been operating in and out of doesn't have to remain the same for me for this year or this season that I'm walking into. One thing that was really, really hard for me I believe I've shared about this on the podcast before, um, is that walking into 2023, I was really struggling with my mental health. Um, I have never before in my life experienced such an intense season of intrusive thoughts, of um, intrusive ideation. And I, I want to be careful because I don't really want to trigger Anybody here? So hear my whole story. Like, don't pause this podcast. Like, great, this girl's talking about intrusive thoughts and I'm struggling and I don't really want to hear someone talk about it. I'm going to share a little bit of my story with you because I'm really hoping it will empower you and encourage and inspire and equip you to choose a different heart um, and, and to take the steps to walk through choosing a different heart to where that heart no longer becomes hard, but it just becomes a way of life. And it's, it's the path God uses to help you walk out of your current heart to walk into an abundance that only he can provide for you when you join hands with him. So walking into 2023, I was really struggling with intrusive ideation in, in thoughts and in visions surrounding suicide. Everywhere I went, I, I could see in my head different ways that I could end my life. And it was terrifying to me because the reality is I love my life. I am so grateful for it. I feel incredibly blessed. I, I um, for 10 years, really struggled with chronic illness. And the last two years have been such a renewing of God's spirit in me and, and a healing and a redemptive and a time of restoration for me, not just physically, but also spiritually with the Lord. My chronic illnesses have all gone dormant. I've been cured from all of them. And I'm so incredibly grateful. And so when 2023 came around and I was walking into the year with this intense struggle that really didn't seem to make sense to me because my life felt so abundant and so rich and just so full of blessings, I was very confused. And I was so scared. Like, Where are these thoughts coming from? I have no desire to, to match these thoughts. I have no desire to execute these thoughts. And it became very, very, very overwhelming for me. And I was very private about it because I was very ashamed. 
by my struggle. And it was very, very hard. And it was very, very isolating. And I just continued to feel like, man, I've been a Christian for over 30 years. I should know better. I've been a Christian for over 30 years. I should be able to do better. I have a lot of verses memorized and I am using them. So I feel like I should be in a better place. Like what gives? And so a friend of mine did not know I was struggling with this. I was also simultaneously really struggling with body image insecurity. And she really encouraged me to go to therapy. She's like, I really think you could use help. I really think this would be a good step for you to, to overcome this hardship in your life. And so I took her advice and I sought counsel. And through therapy, I really realized how much of spiritual warfare we don't engage in as Bible-believing Christians and how much of spiritual warfare we really don't even realize is in our daily normal and in our, our daily thoughts, our daily feelings, our daily relationships, our finances, our health, all of it. That you can't separate the physical things we experience, the things that we can touch, taste, see, feel, hear, all of that. You cannot separate it from what's going on in the spiritual realm. From Old Testament to New Testament, we see multiple incidences of crossover between the physical and the spiritual. And so I had to learn a new way of thinking, and it was incredibly hard. I had to decide if I was willing to put in the hard work to learn a new thought pattern, to learn a new coping skill, and to learn a new way of fighting off the enemy in my life, and to learn a new way of rerouting the thoughts in my own mind so that I could start to live a life abundant. And was it hard? Yeah, it's honestly probably one of the harder things I've mentally ever done because <laughs> when you have these images going through your mind of how you could end your life and you have to decide, I'm not playing this through and not only am I not playing this through, I'm going to engage in vocally putting the enemy in his place and vocally giving praise and thanks to God for the life I have and, and just pray and just continue to trust and believe that these steps along with other things that I learned in therapy will be something that will generate a new season for me. That's hard. It's hard to walk by faith. You have no idea how long this season is gonna last for. But you know what is equally hard? Not walking by faith and just feeling like you're a slave to your circumstances and like you're powerless and you have no ability to do or choose a different way. That's also hard. It's isolating. It feels very hopeless. It generates feelings of despondency and despair and disappointment. And that is also really, really hard. And so you and I are faced with this reality of, well, what hard do I want to choose? Do I want to choose the hard that doesn't really require a lot of effort from me, but completely sucks the life out of me? Or do I want to choose the hard that actually requires a lot of effort out of me, is exhausting, but somehow keeps the flame of hope alive in me because I know I'm working with Christ to learn a new way so that I can walk in the abundance he has for me, not just on the other side of heaven, but on this side as well. We literally get to choose our heart. And so I want to read to you from Galatians chapter 6, and I'm going to be starting at verse 7. 
Because this isn't just like a motivational phrase. Choose your heart. It's not just an encouraging positive culture phrase. Choose your heart. It's actually biblical. So let's join together in reading from Galatians 6 verse 7. And I'm reading from the CSB version. And it says, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever person sows, he will also reap. Because the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh. But the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. So this passage, just these two verses, I'm pulling them out of Galatians. And the chapter prior is talking about walking by the Spirit and all the things we reap when we walk by the Spirit. And here the author is saying, Basically, whatever you reap is what you sow. Whatever hard you choose is the hard you're going to reap from, the hard you're going to gain from, the hard you're going to do life from. And I think that the, the dangerous thing that we can settle in our minds, it's not even true, is that when we go through hard things, it's God's fault. And then we start to question God's character to the point of where we even mock his character. We'll say things like, if God really loved me, he wouldn't allow this to happen. If God was really good, he would prevent these things from happening in my life. If God really saw me, if God really knew me, if God was really here, if God was really omnipresent, if God was really, then X, Y, and Z would be different in my life. As gently as I can, I'm going to tell you, don't do that. Because when you do that, you're mocking God and you're walking in deception. And you know who else walked in deception? Adam and Eve, and that didn't go so well for them. When you and I walk in deception of who God really is, it does not go well for us, and it makes our heart even harder. Very clearly, we are told from God's word that whatever we put our effort into is what we will be able to pull from in this life. So if I'm putting my effort into passively spending my money, I'm probably going to reap the reality that I don't have expendable income. If I'm putting my effort into making my life as easy as possible for my children and I am have short-term thinking and just like making my life as easy as possible for myself when they have conflict with one another or others or when they're not doing what they were told the first, second, or third time, and I just, I just want to appease everybody so that things will be calm and quiet and peaceful and comfortable for me in the moment, I definitely am not going to be reaping children who have learned how to be responsible, accountable, motivated, kind, caring, compassionate, and Christ-centered individuals. If I am putting my time into just making really easy quick and convenient choices for my body without taking into consideration the long-term effects, I'm going to be reaping the ramifications of that at one point or another in my life. If I am putting my effort into everything but my marriage and I'm just coasting along, I'm just bracing myself for the next storm, but I'm not actually putting in the effort for things to change and I'm not taking responsibility for my own part in that, but I'm expecting my spouse to do everything else to make our marriage magical. I'm not going to reap a very healthy marriage because if I'm not sowing into a healthy marriage, I'm not going to reap a healthy marriage. 
we are told that when we sow according to the flesh, we're going to reap accordingly. So when I give in to my impulsive tendencies or when I give in to my short-term thinking or when I give in to my own self-centered desires, that's what I'll have to pull from. And that's hard. And a lot of times we make our circumstances even harder by not inviting the Holy Spirit into them, by not asking him to check our own hearts, check our own mind, check our own lifestyle, our own habits, our own priorities and see where we're off because we're walking according to our sinful, fleshly, feels good now desires. We are called to choose our hard and we're called to choose it wisely. Because when we sow into the spirit, we reap eternal life from the spirit. If we flip back to Galatians 5, 22, we read that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things which means there's no limit to the amount of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control that you and I can possess when we are sowing into the way of the Holy Spirit in our life. Is it hard to prioritize time with God? Yes, it is. Maybe like me, you have to set your alarm for a less than ideal time so that you can get up before your household to have personal time with the Lord uninterrupted time with the Lord, really unlimited time with him where he can speak however he wants to through his word or otherwise so that we can be saturated in his presence. Because here's the deal. When we are connected to the vine, we cannot help but bear fruit. So when we're connected to the Holy Spirit and we're prioritizing our relationship with him, we're giving him permission and we're even asking him to come and check our thoughts, come and check our hearts, come and check our intentions and to correct anything within us that's off base, we can't help but be people who get to reap from a harvest of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And we can't help but be people who reap a harvest of those things in unlimited measure. But we have to choose our hard wisely. It's very easy to snap at others when we feel frustrated and when we feel impatient. It's very easy to walk in jealousy when somebody else seems to be more successful in ways that we just long and crave and desire to be. It's very easy to not be generous unless it feels good in the moment. It's very easy to lack self-control in many areas because we just want to do what feels best to us in the moment. Those are easy things, but they lead to very hard and complicated circumstances in our lives and in our mindsets and in how we process and operate in our feelings. And it doesn't have to be that way. We can choose a different heart. We can choose the heart that says, Holy Spirit, I pray that you empty me of my flesh so that you can fill me with your spirit so that I can walk in true and genuine humility where there's truly far more of you inside of me than there is of myself. But that's hard. It's hard to pray prayers like that, let alone when the Lord starts to answer prayers like that and you see your pride all over the place 
and you see your self-centeredness all over the place and you see your lack of self-control all over the place. That's hard. It really, really is. There's no doubt about it. But if we choose to join hands with the Holy Spirit by prioritizing time in his presence, time in his word, and time in prayer, time in worship, we cannot help but be people who get to reap from an abundant harvest that doesn't alter or fade or change dependent upon our circumstances. Because so often we choose the other heart where our circumstances dictate everything. Our circumstances dictate our level of joy, our level of peace and love, our level of patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. We rely on our circumstances and how we feel in the moment to determine whether or not we feel or have access to or are going to operate out of any of those fruits. And that's hard. It's really hard to feel like a slave to your circumstances and like you're powerless to change and like you've lost a piece of who you are. That's hard. It's also hard to choose to deny yourself, to deny self-centered desires, to deny short-term thinking and walk by the Spirit. But the thing about the two is that one, this one over here, our flesh, the things we reap from that, that's really hard. It's really, really hard to be reaping from selfishness, to be reaping from anger, to be reaping from disappointment. That is the only things, those are the only things we have to reap from because it's all we've sown into. But you know what's not difficult is reaping from fruits like love and joy and peace, unlimited patience, kindness, and gentleness, faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control. It's not hard to reap from those. It's very difficult to sow into them. But the reaping is so much fun and it's so abundant. It's so natural. It's so life-giving. And I think we miss that. I think we, we miss in our short-term and limited thinking and mindsets that there's a different outcome based on what hard we choose. And so I implore you in 2024, to really think about what kind of heart you want to have and really think about, am I doing a hard thing right now that is going to enable me to reap good things later? Or am I sowing into a hard thing right now that is only going to continue to generate hard things for me to reap from? We have to change our mindset and our perspective and our outlook to what do I want five years from now? And what's my part in that? What do I want, really want from this relationship? And what am I doing to join hands with the Holy Spirit for that to happen? What do I really want in my finances? Am I walking by the Spirit to help generate that? Or am I walking according to the flesh and I'm putting to death anything the Holy Spirit could do in and through my finances? What do I really want for my long-term health? And am I walking in obedience to the Holy Spirit by being a good steward of the gift of my physical body so that I will be able to reap good things for years to come? Or am I giving into short-sighted, self-centered, very easy decisions that are only going to cause me to only be able to reap from really hard things later on? The difference maker in choosing our heart and knowing which heart to choose 
is thinking about what it will enable us to reap later on. And the later on can be hard because the later on is ambiguous. It's not a timetable you and I get to choose. It's not even really an outcome we get to dictate or truly even discern in its fullness. It's an act of faith. It's an act of trust. It's an act of hope. It's an act of walking in the living hope we have right now because of Jesus Christ, our Savior. It's actually an act of surrender to say, okay, Holy Spirit, I am done sowing into these hard things in my life that have only caused me to be able to reap hard things. So will you show me how to sow into the kind of hard things that will enable me to reap things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control? Because Holy Spirit, if I'm being honest, I'm really done sowing into hard things that only generate hard things in my life. I would really like to sow into hard things that generate your character and your favor and your blessing and your anointing on my life. So if that's you, I encourage you to choose your heart wisely, to ask the Holy Spirit what that looks like for you, and to not wait, to not tarry, and to not delay, but to walk. Take a step of faith today in the direction of the kind of heart that will enable you to reap good things from God our Father that are not dependent on your circumstances. Will you join me in prayer? Holy Spirit, we thank you for the truth that we really do reap what we sow, that we really do get to choose our heart. And so we come before you in humility and we ask that you would search our hearts, search our minds, and search our soul and show within us, reveal to us any way inside of us, any thought processing, any belief we have that is actually not true, any false assumptions we've made, anything, Lord, that we are walking in, believing in, speaking about that is not in line with you, that is not in line with your spirit, but truly is just in direct alignment with our sinful nature or even the enemy. And we give you permission to bring that to the forefront right now. I even ask as hard as this is, Lord, that you would show us all the ways this has affected our life, our relationships, our beliefs about you, and our beliefs about ourselves and those around us. That you would really show us the ways we've chosen the wrong kind of hard that have only offered the ability for us to continue to reap from the wrong kind of hard. Holy Spirit, I thank you that your conviction does not cover us in shame. It does not lead us to shame. That is from the enemy. That is straight from the pit of hell. So right now in the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of shame and I cast it out as far as the east is from the west and I command it to go to the foot of the cross where it belongs because it has, it has no right to any of my brothers or sisters or even to me. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that with your conviction comes deeper intimacy with Jesus. So right now, Lord, we repent of the ways we've chosen the wrong kind of heart and how it's only led to us being able to reap from the wrong kinds of heart. We repent. And we turn from that and we ask that you would show us a new way to start choosing the kind of heart that will enable us to reap from your fruits, which are love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control in abundance, in unlimited supply.
Show us, Lord, what our next step to take is and help us to be faithful and obedient as we trust you and as we surrender fully to you. In your name we pray, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me for the conversation today. I pray that you feel more equipped, inspired, and encouraged in your walk with God and that moving forward, you really do believe the truth that you get to choose your heart. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.